I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, it's Jason Klom. This week, uh, I am on my own, except for our guest who's uh, speaking with us live from New York. It's Michael Kostroff. Thank you so much for doing the show. It's a pleasure. Hi, Jason. Uh, so in case uh, you folks don't know the name, you've got to recognize the voice. That That's Carl from, from two episodes in season four of News Radio. Uh, so how weird was it that somebody contacted you and asked you about News Radio? It was hilarious. I mean, it was one of the, I think it was one of my first jobs or among really? my first jobs. And yeah, probably so. Um, I remember being thrilled to get it. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, it's just kind of a cool blast from the past, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, so you were there during, uh, so you're, you're there as a, definitely as a plot point uh, for the first yes. episode, which is um, season four, episode two, Plan B, with which is one of the, one of the arc episodes for Lauren Graham. Um, yes. And so you're, you're there to kind of motivate, <laughs> I just love that they need it. So, uh, the history of the show is definitely that they had background actors and they started phasing them out. And at this point they're like, we should, that's like, they started writing jokes about that. So what if like we would bring in characters who nobody's seen before, but who right. have been there forever. And then also to make you a plot point is delightful. So what was your experience by the time you you got to the set like what what what's your acting background uh you know i've been acting all my life i mean it's mm. it's, it's always been been my my pursuit but i i was a very late bloomer in my career mm-hmm. I, I didn't start working a lot until i was in my probably late 30s 40s so um i imagine uh and again, I, I when you contacted me, I promised you I remember very little about this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but um, I imagine I was pretty nervous. Um, the thing that stands out was I uh, they brought me over and introduced me to the whole cast, and I I said uh, thanks for having me on my show. And Joe Rogan said, "Well, it's your show this week too." And I was like, "That's really classy. That's that was pretty really nice. sweet." Yeah, um, but I was probably nervous. You no, know, I bet. What's weird is, uh, so, you know, a, sh- a show like this, which is relatively small, it is influential in terms of people who it has influenced, but people don't still talk about it a bunch. So if right. I feel like if there any garbage had happened on set, it would have gotten out by now. Everybody has that very similar story to what you just said, where people welcome them in with open arms and then, um, you know, just seem to kind of like let them, you, you had to play. And as long as you were there to play, you were good to go. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. love that so much. So, uh, did, what did they do? Was I mean, was Carl pretty self-explanatory when you when you decided to pick it up and play him? Well, they they explained to me. I mean, I had I wasn't a regular watcher of the show. They explained right. to me that they had had these running jokes about how nobody knew the other people who worked at the station. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just thought it was a, a really funny idea that they they suddenly bring me into their circle because they need somebody to fire. Uh-huh. You know, there's, there's, there's a an efficiency expert, and she's tasked with uh cutting the the fat and so they 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 invite me to lunch just to throw me (laughs) under the bus which is really funny really funny you're actually doing Uh, at least in this first one you're doing some actual extra work you were in the background playing with files and stuff (laughs) that's right (laughs) 
So I love that they they're like, no, yeah. let's set him up. He's there. He's there, and nobody's gonna. They're gonna like, wait a minute. One of these guys actually has a line in the show, which I I, I love when they. It's very meta for ninety ninety seven eight when this came out. It was very meta. It was very meta. I uh, you know. Um, Gosh, I remember so little about this. I, it's, I feel oh, it's fine. For you, not, you not fine. summoning it all back up, but I, I, uh, I remember it was my. Uh, I think this. I think the second episode I did was my first time ever having a stunt man, which was really cool. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When they threw me through the door, I was going to ask. Cool. Yeah. Um, first time ever having a stunt man. That mm-hmm. was fun. Um, and uh, I, you know, I don't. Oh, gosh, ask me things. I don't know. What yeah, no, no, you're fine. That, that was going to be one of my next questions was, did you have a stunt, yeah. man? Because it seemed pretty, a pretty big stunt. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so I mean, the coolest, the, the cool thing with sitcoms is, you know, uh, the audience gets in and it's like live theater, you mm-hmm. know, and what, you know, I, I instantly relaxed when people started laughing and getting the joke and, you know, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have minded, minded going back as Carl. That would have been pretty cool. Oh, man, I got to tell you, like, in, watching it, there's there, there every once in a while there's, like, a bit part that stands out where, you, again, they're part of this whole silly narrative of, again, yeah. you, you know, the background people becoming uh, full characters. Um, because, you know, who, who would have known? They wouldn't have known whether or not you've been doing background or not. Actually, I did want to ask you, had you done any background, uh, actual background acting for this? I uh, not on that show, but mm-hmm. yes, a, a long, long, long time ago, I did quite a lot of background acting. Uh, mm-hmm. That was uh, so I was sort of paying my bills that way. Yeah, um, but uh, never on news radio. And uh, you know, it's 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 particularly interesting for for me because I I've always been a comedy guy, and it's uh-huh. interesting that my career my career really sort of didn't go that way. I've been doing so much television drama. Um, I noticed that, that yeah. people people are always surprised that. Uh, when I show up and I do comedy, mm-hmm. but that's always been my, been my thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I never expected to be taken so seriously. It's right. Been a, a complete surprise. <laughs> In the first episode, actually, speaking of stunts and speaking of being funny, uh, they gave you a lot to do physically as well as like just some solid. Re- a good reaction is always like if somebody gives you writes you a good reaction, it's great. But you yeah. you had this whole silent fight with Andy Dick. Yeah, we really did that. Yeah, how that was choreographed was that? I want to know. I'm curious how tightly uh, choreographed. I think it was just kind of roughly choreographed. Okay. I think we, we, uh, you know, uh, he was a bit of a madman, and I don't, I, I, I don't think we really worked it out. Uh-huh. Uh, but a lot of, I remember there being some things that just happened spontaneously, like me crawling back onto the table yes. after he pulled me off. Um, which was really funny. That's my favorite moment of that whole thing. I, I like what I like what he took my lunch bag and threw it across the room. And, um, it was really funny. Um, <laughs> it was fun to do, you know. That's oh, great. And, they, uh, they think his name is Tommy at first. They have no idea. It's just, oh, yeah. You're so you're just so dejected, <laughs> so damn dejected. It, it's kind of perfect for one of your first gigs to be a guy who nobody's noticed. Like, and like yeah. Oh, it, definitely. <laughs> That's so. And it was okay. It was, it, it was okay to be nervous and feel like I was, you know, uh, the Charlie Brown in the group, and you know, it was kind of cool. Kind of yeah. worked. <laughs> yeah. What kind of acting? Um, Go ahead, please. No, I just you know in in, in prep in pre- preparation for this uh, podcast, I went back and watched it. And I had mm-hmm. forgotten how good a, how great a show that was. Uh, it just was really 
it stands the test of time. It's it was really funny. Yeah, you know, it is. It, it had and you know, there's very little like we go through and like we're pretty open about like our love for it, but also like if something doesn't age well, we'll pick it apart. But it's there's not a lot of that, and sure. you know, we've already gone through all the first four seasons out of five. All the Phil Hartman seasons, and there's just there's very little that doesn't age well, or that you can't yeah. sort of at least talk about. Like there's always something you can talk about. Um, well, here's it, yeah. here's a little fun tri- trivia that I ju- I just put this together now. Vicky Lewis and I mm-hmm. uh, ended up playing love interests on Sunny with a Chance. Really? Uh, where I was I was the regular and she was the guest, so uh-huh. that was kind of fun. That is fun. Um, that Disney series and That's uh, hilarious. Boy, is she funny. She's she funny is woman. a damn delight. And I we had her on the show yeah. a few weeks ago, and it was just one of the best things that has ever happened to me. I've met her before uh, and interviewed her before, but like just sitting there and talking to her only about news radio was kind of like, it's just this huge thing for all those actors. You know, it was their break. Oh, yeah. She's a doll. And, you know, we, we've been on stage together, too, and it's, it's hard because she just makes me giggle. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, she just makes me crack up. <laughs> <laughs> There's an energy. That energy. Some people, if you look them in the eyes, and if you look them in the eyes for too long, <laughs> it destroys yes. you. And she has that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> she really does. Um, between takes, uh, she and Andy Dick had a game they liked to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like bad audition. I don't, I don't know if she told you about this. No. But they would take turns auditioning for each other, but like really badly, like singing songs. And, you know, like really bad musical theater audition. And it was, oh God, it was so, so funny. And they could, they could, they could go, at, go at it forever. They just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they just kept entertaining each other. So was one of them then playing the person who is, who is auditioning and just singing terribly? Is that the basic uh, yeah. gag yes, of it? Yes, that's the ga- that was the game. That yeah. is so good. <laughs> that's a delight. So funny. Would you have a background? What? So your background, is it in, uh, you say comedy. So what, what kind of stuff were you doing before you finally got a break in sitcoms and stuff? Um, you know, I'd always done musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a musical guy, and um, you know, I did, did whatever I could get my hands on. And I, you know, I, I mean, I, I the, my first little parts were like, uh, oh God, I don't even remember what sitcoms. I had a tiny part in Liar Liar. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, at the beginning, it was. Well, there, there were also more sitcoms then, but I think sure. Uh, Especially since uh, since The Wire, uh, people went, "Oh, he's a dramatic actor." Uh-huh. It's, it's been, I play all these very serious people, and um, it's really cool when I get to do something funny. It doesn't happen as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Is there but, an itch uh, for it? Like, I feel like there would be an itch for it. You, you want to do it? Well, what I do is when you know when it's a slow season for television, and I'm not you know doing my typical stuff. I, yeah. I, um, I always go off and do a theater gig, you know, someplace. I mean, I, you know, I, last year I did Little Shop of Horrors in Sacramento, and I oh. did, uh, uh, I did uh, Hairspray in Florida. And oh I my just, God! I, I, yeah, during the slow periods, I try to, I try to make sure I get my, get my fix. I have to. Holy you know? crap! I would have loved to have mm-hmm. seen you in Hairspray. I'm assuming, I'm hoping to God you're playing the mother. I hope to God. Yes, I did. Oh I did. my God, yep. that's so wonderful. Oh, it was damn fun. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what's do you miss anything? About, is there anything about in terms of like the live audience atmosphere? Pardon me, atmosphere of a sitcom as compared to the stage. Is there something 
do you enjoy the stage more or did you i don't know what do you miss anything about the, I, the sitcom audience I, I really i really love doing theater i mean it's mm -hmm. um I, I'm listen. I'm really lucky. I get to do both. I do a lot of both. I'm really lucky. Yeah. Uh, and they're very different art forms. But um, sitcom is still a little more nerve wracking than, <laughs> for some reason, than live theater. Okay. Um, just because you just have the audience for that one night, and yeah. uh, you know, and it's still high stakes network television. But um, I wish they would come back. I mean, I, th I think they they sort of. There are fewer of them now, um, and I, I'm hoping that they, they have a resurgence because it's, uh, you know, the one I did for Disney was really, Sunny with a Chance was, was such a blast to do, mm -hmm. um, such a pleasure, and um, it was the silliest possible because it's Disney, it was so silly and so fun, mm -hmm. and um, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I guess the, the honest answer is I love it all. Like, I love what That's I do fair. for a living. And I, I think I'm really lucky that I get to go from Hairspray to The Wire to, <laughs> you know, The Blacklist to, you know, Little Shop of Horrors. To, you know, I, I get to sort of run the gamut, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. It, um, is, there, yeah. is there a particular part that you have loved playing the most in terms of uh, television or even stage? But I'm curious what your TV parts that well, you love the most. Well, you know, I... I, I would have to say The Wire because mm -hmm. it was such a, it was such a classic, fantastic, incredibly well written show. Yeah, um, and I I love that character. Um, and I had a I had a what they call an arc, meaning like you know a, like a, a chunk of episodes on the blacklist. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of an unusual character because it was a, he was a detective, but he he was a tech detective who just really cared about justice. He was passionate about it as opposed to like a gotcha tough guy. Yeah. And I really got to say, I loved that character. Yeah. It was really a, really a pleasure to play, you know? Uh, right now I'm working on another HBO project that I absolutely love. Uh, it's, it's called The Plot Against America. Mm -hmm. And it's, ba it's based on a Philip Roth novel. Um, and it's a uh, fictional history. Um, World War Two, uh, and it's oh my god! If if, Lind, if Lindbergh had become president instead of FDR, oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's intense. And wow! I, once again, I have a, a, a it's a character and a project that I love, so I'm excited about that. Oh, that's wonderful! I you know it, it also in looking at your credits, I'm like, wait a minute, he's not playing a ton of Carl's. That's a thing like you mm -hmm. could have really gotten gotten pigeonholed, but that didn't happen. No, it really didn't. I've been lucky in the variety of roles I play. I mean, I play a lot of lawyers, but, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. uh, other stuff too. So it's, yeah, I, I think, I, again, I, I think I've been really fortunate. I don't, back when I was playing Carl, I don't think I would have anticipated uh, <laughs> the amount of success that I've had. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, I, I, this is something we've never asked anybody before, but it's something that's Good. on my mind because I'm doing, I'm working on a podcast about extra work very specifically. And I'm going to start asking each of these people a crazy question, which, and that crazy question is, even if you had no lines, uh, but you know, Carl's got a few, even if you had no lines, what is Carl's spinoff? What, if, if, if it became a show, what is Carl the accountant's TV show? Like, what's the twist on his life? I think, uh, that's a really good question. The, fir the first thing that came to mind is, is like, he's a guy who just, has a different job every every episode and keeps getting fired <laughs> sure that's perfect also <laughs> i think that would be a really great show oh my god i would absolutely watch that 
Especially if it's never his fault. Like every right. episode, he's fired for some reason that's not. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. This idea that he's kind of this floating. He is like the extra in the office every week. He's the guy who I should kinda, be in the background. I kind of like that idea. Actually, I'm going to stop there. I think that's the show. I do. I, I love it very much, and 100 yeah. percent would watch that. Uh, we are, so you already answered the question about obviously. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I figured that's got to be a stunt man, but it's kind of great. Did the guy look? Did the guy or person look anything like you? No. No. <laughs> no. They, they they spray painted some white on. He had a full head of hair, <laughs> and they just spray painted some white on the back of his head <laughs> because I was bald. Yeah. And uh, he, I think he was Latino. He's a lot darker than me. He's uh-huh. stockier than me. But it's just it's amazing how they. They just edit it together. You just don't notice. Did Um. you expect them to bring you? I love that they bring you back for like, what, two lines on that episode? I love that. That's a solid callback. Yeah, that's always a surprise. You know, and again, when you're an actor at that level, it's it's a total thrill. It's a score, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to get get called back for a recurring role. Right, Um, right. And, uh, and also, it was a worthy bit. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> There's a really great bit, to Right towards the end, uh, the thing that motivates uh, Andy Dick to actually run out of the room. All the guys have run out, and you kind of do this take and this pausing. You're like, you do this real, <laughs> I've got to get the fuck out of here, run. And you just bolt. Right. It's so good. It's just such a good piece of physical business that it just sell, it sells it so much. I think it's sort of, you know, more than anything, it's that character was there to support the Andy Dick character sure. and, you know, how, how desperate he was to be fire, fire marshal. So it, it kind of <laughs> kind of worked that he was he was a madman. <laughs> Did you get to meet, because on that episode is Robert Hedges from Welcome Back, Cotter. Did you get to meet him at all? I didn't. See, there's um, there's a lot of guest stars oh, on this episode, Oh, right, that's too. right, as his brother. No, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's funny how we, we don't all cross paths very much. Um, right. I mean, in my whole five seasons of The Wire, there were people I never met. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember meeting him or okay. the other two guys. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Boy, were that's they funny. Boy, oh, were God. They funny. Oh, it's it's brilliant. It's, it's a good piece of casting, and I also love... It's one of those opportunities where you can tell that guys are like, hey, can we get somebody from Cotter on the show? I mean, we've got our own sitcom. Can we get somebody on here that we love? Like, I mean, who yeah. wouldn't do that if you had your own show? Uh, I, I love that very much. Um, now, have you have you had fun tracking like all the people who went on to to, to bigger careers? Like, the, there's a lot of yes, that. yeah, no, there's a there's a ton of that. Uh, I mean, and there's some obvious examples in the stars of the show as well. But definitely people who, you know, had bit parts on. I mean, Lily Sobieski, one of her first things ever was on news radio, uh, hmm. as playing a teenager. Uh, hmm. And I've interviewed some people who like. Didn't, they completely stopped. One guy, he's a doctor now. This kid, he was a he played a oh. teenager in an episode. He's a doctor doing amazing things for senior citizens now. Um, That's funny. I, I recognized all those guys who played the brothers. They've all oh yes, a oh a hundred percent. Yeah, Brian yeah. Callen went on to do Mad TV. He might have already been on right. Mad TV at that at that time. And then uh, then oh my god, my brain's completely just shut down. But then yes, the the other brother is a very famous stand up. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Bob and David. I mean, Bob Odenkirk, obviously, he'd been on a few episodes, but and, and at this point, Better Call Saul and, and, and Breaking Bad are, you know, the biggest right. chunks of his resume. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of nuts. What was your so what was your exposure to the show before you did it? Did you uh, you said you didn't watch it much? I mean, it's OK if you hadn't watched it at all, but. No, I had seen I had seen it. I'm sure I'd seen several episodes of it and I really liked it, but I wasn't I wouldn't say I was tracking it. Mm-hmm. So. 
like for example, I I had never seen them joke about the the not knowing the names of the other people in the, right. in the station. Right. I, I just had missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Root, by the way, one of the very kindest people I've ever met in my life. That's what everybody. He says. also is the guy who remembers, like you see him years and years later, and he remembers you. That's wonderful. No, he's a lovely guy. Damn it! I got. I, he's. I, th- I think if I ran into him tomorrow, he'd say, "Hey, news radio." You know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. Damn it! Yeah, I mean, he's he's obviously anybody you start on the show is a dream, but he's he's just one of those guys where he's the other, one of the other people on the show who like Phil Hartman. I feel like if you gave him any line, it doesn't matter how well it was written, even necessarily, he could sell it. It's one of those oh, of things course. where he could just sell it, and I don't get it. I, it's personality. It's whatever it is. It's energy. I, I couldn't tell you what it is, but it's yeah. beautiful. Um, so, uh, well, I don't want to keep you much longer. Uh, you know, these episodes are going to be a bit shorter than our traditional ones, but this is going to come out probably tomorrow. Do you have anything you want to promote, tell people about where to find you? Oh, uh I'm, I'm the worst at, at promotion, um, <laughs> but I, I'm on I'm on all the me, all the social medias um, and pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh gosh, I don't know. I don't I don't have anything to promote. I, 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 people find me. Yeah, it's <laughs> fair. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, in looking at all these titles, uh, you can stream most of the things that 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 you're in. You can find uh, you know unless it's a brand new fresh show, in which case I'm sure you're on. Uh, I'm I'm excited about the things you were just describing to me, though. Oh yeah. Um, do yeah. you have? I will ask this question very quickly, just because it's a point of curiosity, uh, and I've never seen the show Billions. Do you have scenes with Paul Giamatti? No. No. Okay. So it's one of those no. where you're not in any scenes with. That's so interesting I, to me. No, my scenes are with uh, Wags, um, and now because I'm old, I'm blanking on the name of the actor, and that's terrible because he's <laughs> a wonderful actor. <laughs> Uh, he's a really great, again, another musical theater actor. And it's a shame uh, that I don't is remember. That, I don't know right how now. you pronounce it. David Costabile? That's Beale? the one. Yeah. Okay, the there one. we go. Okay, so, all right. Uh, well, I mean, he's lovely. It now makes me want to watch it and then just imagine that it's Carl that's in that scene. That's because well, that's what's funny is you, you know as as I often do, I play a despicable, disgusting, <laughs> horrible person. Um, that's the most nothing fun. Like, no, nothing like Carl. I mean, really vulgar and gross, probably. <laughs> The role on Billions is probably the most disgusting I've ever. Heard. Really, oh my yeah. God! And I'm not—I'm so nice in real life, but you know. <laughs> um, um, I think it's delightful that you are doing this podcast. And, Thank you. Uh, it's been really fun, sort of taking a little trip down f- far, far, far past memory lane, <laughs> um, and uh, I just love it. I love that you—that you're such a fan of the show because it—it it really was a—it was a goodie. Right, really good. I, I yeah. know it's one of those things. I, I, I you know, it's a, it's one of those obsessions I don't end up regretting. Sometimes I'm like, oh, why do I care so much anymore? This, <laughs> the, the, I really, I have too many things that I love and claim to be obsessed with, but this will never, this will never be. No, I love this too much, uh, and it's it's well, it's been very nice to have you on. Um, thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, people can follow you at the real Kostroff on Twitter. I'll just tell people that much at least. And yes, michaelkostroff.com. They can do that. Why not? Yes, that's right. Oh, you're, fi- you're followed by f- friend of my other show, Brian Stack, who might be the nicest man in television. So that, that's yeah, that's pretty that's good. good you're, apparently, you're a good follow. Well, Michael, thank you again very much for doing the show. I appreciate it. It's a great pleasure. Great pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. And there's one thing left to say, which is catch you later, bee cakes. That is, it's a catchphrase. From, it's a phrase from the show. And that's one of the things that we say at the end of every episode. That's funny. <laughs> 
Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Hey!